Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and the Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today and I hope you are having a great day, you had a great weekend and I wish you a fantastic week ahead. So today we're going to do something special, it's about universities. I was doing my research, I've been doing this for a long time, and I thought that it would be a good day to talk about it because I have spoken about this subject before. Um, Islam's claim that the first university in the world was in Fez, Morocco, and all those people were too scared to say anything and rise up and say, oh, well, yes, of course, I know it's the first university, it's Islamophobia. Uh, well, we're going to see if it's the first university in the world, and where are the other universities? I mean, is this... A fact or it's fiction. So the first university in the world, according to the Islamic uh, ideology or history, is the University of Al-Qairawiyun, or Qairawiyun, however you pronounce, want to pronounce it, I apologize for that. So Al-Qairawiyun, uh, located in Fez, Morocco. Okay, uh, It was founded as a mosque by uh, Fatima al-Firi in 857-859. Okay, uh, so this was supposed to be a leading spiritual and educational center in the Islamic Golden Age. Now, 857 to 859, uh, that's early, but it was a mosque. It was never, ever an e educational institution. It was only incorporated into the U state university system in 1963, my friends. So 1963, it was in, it was incorporated into in the state university system so it's not one of the earliest mass uh, earliest uh, universities it was never a university before now um, this mosque was run as a madrasa okay you know what madrasas are they are religious centers teaching you religious education well for that in those days, every every empire has education, and their education is supposed to be religious. Okay, it's it's the it's the education of its time. So you can't say, well, someone has it didn't give the education of today. Well, you're going to give the education of those days. But we know when we say religious education, you're talking about the Quran, you're talking about the Hadiths, you are talking about um, the Fiqh, uh, and all this was not yet compiled 100% in 857. So there is still no um, you know, major center of learning. It's run as a madrasa, and... Um, it only got its education university recognition in 1963 okay um, now <laughs> it's important to note that it was um, according to one of the major early sources the raud al kirtis of ibn Abi Zar, the Al-Qaeda was founded as a mosque in 1857 by Fatima al-Firi, the daughter of a wealthy merchant named Muhammad al-Firi, and he migrated to Kairaun from uh, Tunisia. Um, so that's why the name of the mosque has a, has a Tunisian name, uh, to Fez in the early 9th century. And, you know, many other um, immigrants went there because they were all nomads during this time. Um, so there is no proof, however, um, Al-Qairaun Mosque is in a district across the river, may have served a similar role uh, up until the Marinid period, though it never equaled the Qairaun prestige because there were other mosques in this area. Um, 
the most relevant historical texts of that time are the Raud al-Kirtis um, and the Zarat al-As. Okay, they do not provide any clear details for teaching in this mosque. Okay, when I say teaching, I'm, that means scholarly teaching. So it is thought that the teaching, it only gets a status to teach. Okay, later on, um, the, the evidence comes around, um, the mosque is believed to have received an educational teaching institution during the reign of the Almoravids, that is the, between 1040 AD and 1147 AD. So 1040 to 1147 AD, Almoravids, um, they are the time, um, they are when, they are the people, they are an empire, a kingdom, a Berber kingdom, who give the okay to use this mosque as a teaching institution. So it comes much later, and it's still, when I say teaching, it doesn't mean university, okay? University is a huge university uh, with many students, many faculties. That's a university. They did not have a university. It was always a, um, it was always a madrasa and a mosque. Um, and it only got it recently. So you cannot say this is the oldest university in the world. It's in it's it's not acceptable. Okay, that that is a that is not a fact. That is fake. Um, and I apologize to say it, but that's the way it is. Now the city of Volubis, sorry, city of Fez, uh, Morocco, has been. Um, it, it didn't start with. Uh, with the uh, with the Muslims, okay? It's a very ancient land. The Romans were here. Um, this land is 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 occupied by Berber tribes. They are very ancient tribes. They are called the free people of of North Africa. They're sort of the ancient uh, the 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 um, Aboriginals of the land. They've got a fantastic language. They still exist in minorities. They got a fantastic language. The language of the Berbers is an astronomical language. If you go on to, to see what the language of the Berbers are, it's an astronomical language. It matches the cosmos. It's very, very important. And so they are very intelligent people. They are, they are constructors, they are builders. And this, re this place before the Islamic Empire came and took the land, had the Roman Empire, had the Carthage, had the Phoenician Empire, and all these empires were there in this land, okay? Now, they built a lot, and you can go and see during Roman times, this was called volubis, uh, volubilis, um, in the Berber languages, it's called valit, okay? Valit, it, it's named after a flower that grows in the, in the valley, and that became in Latin volubilis, um, that which is turned around, it means, okay? Um, that which it's, it, it turns itself around, turning, spinning, and, all, and that's, that's like a flower swirling in the wind, so that's what, what's called volubilis. Um, so this place already had education institution, this case, this place had a civilization. Uh, it was not a desert land that people think, oh yeah, we started the first education. It's very condescending and this is very typical of Islam and, and Abrahamic groups always say, we started the first, we started the last, we started this and we started that. Um, uh, it, it's, it's disgusting because the earth is not flat, we are cyclic. Knowledge is handed down generation upon generation to people all over the planet. Civilization has taken it over and always 
given knowledge to as many people and transferred knowledge. So when pe- when when groups that are, don't have anything to go on uh, want to inflate the ego, they'll say we're the first, we're the last, and it's absolutely insulting. But unfortunately, there are people like that. But um, this land, North Africa, has been a, a base for very intent, um, very intelli- intelligent nomadic people, and uh, all through the ages, they are called the Amaze uh, or the Imaze in in their language. They're called Berber tribes in English. And they, came, they were the engines and the transmission behind the Roman empires, Cartesian empires, Phoenician empires. Um, remember, remember we say Romans built this, but who, they didn't actually do the building. Who did the building? Uh, who were the engineers? Who were the architects? And all these Berbers worked with them. Uh, we also know that these were centers of learning and knowledge because one of the saints, early saints of Christianity, Saint uh, Augustine, he was a Berber and he came from this land and he is thought to have um, studied or, or chosen to study uh, law during the time. So how can he study law uh, if he there was no education institution? So. Yes, there have been education institutions in this land for a very long time. Um, and the Romans had their institutions, and that's why they were able to build. And if you go there, there are Roman ruins in this land. So, Fez, it's not a new land. It's not a new civilization. It was a civilization that rebranded and allied with new empires across the time. And they just brought in their knowledge and transferred their knowledge to a new generation. So, yes, there have been places of, of knowledge before, uh, and it's very, very important to know. Um, so that's for Fez, Morocco, okay? In my opinion, it is not the first um, educational institution. Like I said, it was a ma- mosque and a madrasa, and the madrasa was um, teaching spiritual knowledge, religious knowledge, and it seems that only in 1040, they get the okay to use educa- uh, ed- other education, and from there onwards, they take it from there, okay? Uh, but... Of course, you, you can't tell them, um, you know, they're typical in their mentality and say, well, you know, Islam says all the time, tries to project this as the first mosque, and uh, they will only look within their blinders. But we know very clearly what are the first universities or in, in our known history, okay? Because previous civilizations existed, they all had educational institutions, and that's very, very, very important. Um, so we're not the first, but all of the previous institutions have been have come down, and and from written history, for what we know, we know India had ancient universities. So today I'm going to talk about Indian ancient universities that predated Islamic empires, and a lot of them were broken and bulldozed uh, down by Islamic. Uh, invaders. So let's look at 16 universities of India from 3,600 years ago. Um, And I'm taking this from a site called My India Glory. I will put a link to it. You're welcome to go and take a look at it um, going forward, okay? Um, and, And that's important to understand. So here we go. We're going to talk about this, uh, the universities in India. So ancient universities, India was the cradle of the human race, birthplace of modern speech, the mother of history and the grandmother of legend, says Mark Twain. Um, uh, 
the establishment of ancient universities have been uh, a thing, uh, knowledge of all. Since antiquity, thousands of rishis chanted mantras and hymns and stockpile the powerful positive energies in the atmosphere around. Uh, the rishi, also the guru who imparted knowledge to his shishyas or sons, can continued with this tradition through remembrance. Vedas are called Shruti, the same that is heard, chanted, and a cycle continued until they are compiled. For thousands of years before they were compiled, they were Shruti, okay? Um, now I'm gonna go to these, um, I'm going to go through the universities right now, and uh, you can take a look at it. Um, Okay, so we have the University of Takshila. Everyone has heard about that. It is believed that the Kuru Prince Duryodhana laid the foundation for Takshila, uh, the birthplace um, of his mother Gandhari. Uh, this region, which finds mention in the Mahabharata and other ancient Hindu scriptures, as Gandhara is presently in Rawalpindi. In the district of Pakistan, many ancient Indian physicians, politicians, grammarians, rulers, authors, and astronomers studied at this ancient center of learning. Worth mentioning was Sanskrit linguist and grammarian uh, Panini, okay, physician Charaka, surgeon Jivaka, uh, Kambaraka, uh, philosopher, economist, jurist, and royal advisor Chanakya, author Vishnu Sharma. Um, Mauryan Emperor Chandragupta, and the list goes on. According to the Book of Chronology of Ancient India, um, the Mauryan dynasty flourished in the 16th century BC, which means Chanakya and Chandragupta Maurya lived almost 3,600 years ago. Um, and that's why this university is at least 3,600 years, if not more, okay? Uh, then you have the Mithila University, True mainstream records uh, hardly mention, people hardly mention Matila University. This learning center has been in existence since the time of Raja Janak, the father of Sita. Um, the reason is the lack of archaeological finds dating back to ancient period. It's a prominent seat of Brahminical system of education. Here, Raja Janak held religious conference where rishis and, and learned took part. And the university thought uh, literature, fine arts, su science subjects, scriptures, including Vedas, Naya Shastra, and more. Indian mathematician and philosopher Ganesha Upadhyaya founded a school, a new school of logic at this site uh, where he wrote the Tattva Chintanamani. Uh, two subjects that later um, gained prominence in the Mithila University were Naya. Nayaya, jurisprudence, and Tarka Shastra, logic. Um, students um, uh, attain and receive degrees only after they cleared their Salaka Pariksha, the test, at the competition of their education. Telhara University is number three on our list. This ancient university is located at Telhara at a distance of 40 kilometers from Nalanda University in Bihar. Archaeologists have traced uh, the remains of this center 
during the course of excavation of Telhara, which began in 2009. The ruins were discovered in 2014. Chinese travelers Hu Xing and Itzing have mentioned in their travel accounts about Telhara University as a seat of higher knowledge, of higher research, and a competitor to the Nalanda University. Um, bricks that were used to lay the foundation and sprinklers made of clay date back to the Kushana period, which co co corroborates it as to be older than Nalanda University. Uh, the Kushana Empire flourished between 12th um, to the 8th century BCE, and this means that the Telhara University was at least 3,000 years old. Um, During the excavation work, the ASI team uh, stumbled upon one point, uh, one point, sorry about that. So um, they stumbled upon bricks uh, that were burnt, okay, and it was destroyed and set, suggesting it was destroyed and set on fire by Bakhtiar Kilji during the same time period he destroyed Nalanda, that is in 1193. Kilji destroyed three ancient universities in India. Number four on our list is the Shardapit University in uh, Kashmir, um, also known as the Sharada uh, Desh, uh, going by the name of the temple. Sharada script owes its development and popularization from Sharada Pit Temple University. This ancient center of learning now falls under Azad uh, Kashmir jurisdiction or people's um, Pakistani-occupied Kashmir. Many famous scholars from India and neighboring countries studied in this temple university, and few scholars worth mentioning are Kalhana, historian and author of Ratnagiri, and the history book on Kashmir in Sanskrit. Philosopher Adi Shankara also consolidated the doctrine of uh, Advaita Vedantana, um, and there were many other Tibetan scholars around in this university. Um, so, Adi Shankara was a student here, and the book of chronology on, on ancient India by Vidir Arya. Adi Shankara lived in 6th century BCE. This timeline is again against the distorted datings of the chronicle history of India. Um, from literary records, we know that this temple university goes back 2,500 years. We come to the famous now... Um, Nalanda University, this ancient center of high learning located in the ancient kingdom of Magadha, presently seven miles off uh, Rajgriha in Bihar, is one of the India's oldest universities. A seal identifying a monarch named Shankar Aditya, believed to be uh, Kumara Gupta I, a Gupta emperor, is considered a founder of Nalanda University. As Povir Vidir Arya's book, Chronology of Ancient India, the Gupta era commenced from 335 BCE. The foundation of Nalanda University was laid by Gupta Emperor. This learning center flourished from the last years of, uh, of BCE. Uh, this means Nalanda University is at least 2,000 years ago old um, and was attracted students from Tibet, China, Greece, Persia, and beyond until 
the Turkish invasion of 1193. Um, Nalanda attracted Buddhist monks from near and far as it was the birthplace of Gautama Buddha's favorite disciple, Sariputta. This led to construction of several viharas and grew in importance as a center of Mahayana branch of Buddhism. Um, So, there is archaeological evidence of a Shailendra king of Indonesia who built a structure within the campus. Okay, um, this, the seat, It was a seat of learning, contained 10 temples, uh, classrooms, meditation halls, monasteries, dormitories. Um, a university accommodated 10,000 students, 2,000 teachers, taught and ranged from Mahayana Buddhism, the Vedas, logic, scripture, sorry, Sanskrit, grammar, to medicine, Samkhya, and more subjects on every field of learning. According to traditional Tibetan sources, the library of Nalanda University was spread over three large multi-story buildings. One of these buildings had nine stories that housed the most sacred manuscript. Uh, it was uh, plundered by Turkish Muslim uh, invader Bakhtiar Kilji in 1193. He set fire to the libraries and killed the Archaryas and students. According to the account of Persian historian Minaj E. Shiraj in his book, Tabakat i Nasri, the manuscripts burnt for, uh, for several months. This proves that Nalanda University libraries accommodated lakhs of manuscripts, uh, such a huge loss of ancient India's heritage, imparting educational continued education continued the, the same way after repairs for the next few hundred years. So, we come to number six, we have the Vallabhai University, um, was set up in line with Nalanda University by the kings of Maitraka dynasty. Maitrakas were feudatories of the Guptas who established a capital at Vallabhai in Saurashtra of Gujarat during the last years of uh, BCE. Um, the university is almost as old as Nalanda and it flourished till the 12th century. Uh, subjects of that economics, law, politics, medical sciences, bookkeeping, literature, Vaikaran, and Hinaya Buddhism. In accommodate, it accommodated a huge library. Um, education was uh, imparted was superlative. It attracted students from every corner of the Aryabhat, uh, Vrat, including neighboring countries. Uh, according to an account of the Chinese traveler Xing. Uh, Tissing, who studied at Nalanda and visited Vallabhai University during the 7th century. It was a great center of learning. Uh, Arabs destroyed this university in the 8th century. Like Nalanda, university imparting of education continue, continued in a small way after repairs for a few hundred years. Uh, we come to number seven, the Pushpagiri uh, University, located in the ancient kingdom of Kalinga, um, across Katak and Jaipur districts in present-day uh, Odisha, was established in the last years of BCE, um, is older, this university is older than the Nalinda University. Um, the university campus has three adjoining, uh, spreads across three hills, Latigiri, Ratnagiri, and Udayagiri. Okay. Um, <clears throat> 
So lack of patronage due to insecurities because of Islamic invasions also led to the decline of these important learning centers. Uh, the Odantapuri University was set up in Odantapuri in Bihar when Magad, then Magda by the Pala King Gopala uh, in the 7th century. Um, ancient... Um, it, there's an inscription about the victory of the Chandala ruler 618 to 619 C in it. Adantapara University attracted students from far and near, but could not attain such fame as Nalanda and Vikram, uh, Vikram Shila University. However, it accommodated up to 12,000 students at some point. Number nine, we have the Vikramshila University, uh, located uh, 50 kilometers from uh, Bagalpur in Bihar. Um, was established by the Pala king Dharmanshala in the later 7th century. Dharampala was the son of Gopala, who established the Odantapuri University. It proves that the Pala rulers of Bengal and Bihar have great importance on education. Uh, it attracted students from across the nations. 100 teachers taught here, over 1,000 students uh, at a time. Like all ancient universities, they also house several temples. 108 scholars uh, were appointed and in the charge of the various temples. Um, we've come, subjects taught here, sorry, at Vikram Shila University were logic, philosophy, uh, Vayakaram, Tantra Shastra, uh, Karam Kanda, and Mo. A later, Tantra Shastra was the main subject that attracted and influenced students. Atisha Dipankara, a founder of Sharma traditions of Tibetan Buddhism, uh, was one of the students from the university. Uh, Bhaktiar uh, Kilji, who destroyed the Nalanda University, also destroyed uh, Vikramshila University in 1203 CE. Like in Nalanda, he killed the monks and students at the university. Number 10, we have the Sompura University. Um, almost as big, if not bigger, than Nalanda. And the centers, uh, the, stu the subjects here range from, from, a, from a wide degree um, um, of, of, of courses relating to modern day, to Dharma, which, which produce what we call today as Hinduism, Buddhism, and Jainism. Um, Flourished, it flourished, the Somphura University flourished for 400 years till the 12th century. Lack of maintenance and attack by Islamic plunderers led to the decline of this important uh, center of learning. Um, and now we come to university number 11, Bikrampur University, established in uh, the 7th century Munshi Ganj in Bengal, presently Bangladesh. Excavations in 2013 led to the discovery of this learning center. Uh, it attracted students from China, Tibet, Nepal, and Thailand. Morin Golden Triangle University um, is number 12 on our list. It's in Madhya Pradesh and was a hub university from the 8th century onwards. Um, yes, um, it mentions um, inscriptions found in the Chow... Chaunsat Yogini Temple in Mitwali mentions Mitwali, Padavli, and Bateshwa temples as the golden triangle within which a, a famous university existed. Um, it uh, 
So these, uh, this university taught astrology, mathematics. Teachers banked upon the rays of, and shades of the sun for calculations. The rays of the sun fell in the temple in distinct designs and patterns, giving the circular structure. Uh, Bateshwar temples were the center and the nucleus of the Golden Triangle University. Okay. Um, it was once a hub. Uh, most of the temples in this area depict a fusion of different temple buildings, suggest the artists and students fused and experimented with a variety of temple building ideas. Uh, so that's number 12. The number 13, we have the Kantarul Sala University um, in Tamil Nadu, uh, led to this discovery of a civilization that, going back 2,000 to 3,000 years. Um, one... So this is, um, yes, this is also a very famous university. We don't have much uh, on this, but it was a university in the in southern part of India. We have number 14 on the list, the Jagadala, Jagadala University. It was set up by a Pala king, Rampala, in early 11th century in Varendar in North Bengal, now Bangladesh. Tibetan sources mention five great universities that included Jagadala and the other being Nalanda, Odantapuri, Vikramshila and Sompura. So according to the same source, the five ancient universities form a network under the state administration and were interlinked. Uh, one of the special subjects taught were Varayana Buddhism. Um, and um, yes, there were a large number of Tibetan texts were composed and copied uh, at the Jagadala University. It flourished a little more than 100 years until Muslim plunderers destroyed it in 1207. On 15 on our list, we have the Nadia University, formerly called Navadip University, located by the confluence of Ganga and Jalangali rivers in Bengal, was set up under the destruction uh, after the destruction of Nalanda and Takshila. Uh, subjects were logic, vayakaram, politics, and law. There were three centers, namely Navadip, Shantipur, Gopala University Center. There have been records of students being studying here for as long as. 20 years. Um, so uh, it, it was a strict curriculum and students seeking admissions and teachers appointed were required to give a test on their quality. Um, the last one we have Nagarjuna Vidyapit. Nagarjuna was an ancient Buddhist philosopher from Andhra Pradesh. Uh, Nagarjuna Vidyapit is dedicated to him. The ancient university was located on the banks of the Krishna River. It flourished in the peak of the 7th and 8th centuries. Students from foreign countries came to study here. And the multi-story library at Nagarjuna Vidyapit accommodated manuscripts pertaining to various branches of knowledge from medicine, science, philosophy, mineralogy, geography, including teachings of Buddhism. So that, my friend, for you is um, 
is, is a fantastic uh, lineup of universities. We know that the Islamic world did not have all the first university, neither did the Christian world. Uh, universities and, and centers of knowledge have been part of civilization, and you can go back a million years, and if you excavate, you'll probably find that, because knowledge is the most important and precious things of life, uh, and civilization has continued uh, because of this knowledge. Uh, it is our duty to transmit knowledge to our descendants and our ancestors that they may find their peace and they may have find the chain, the link, the currents that form the waves, the plus, the minus, the negative, the positive. Whatever our issues are, it will heal with the knowledge. We can resurrect ourselves. We can learn from the past and not make the mistakes in the future. So that is why we have knowledge and we give it to the, civil, to the, uh, to the people going down, uh, the civilizations and the generations to come. But uh, my, my, my thing today was to here to tell you that Fez was not the first university, as it's sometimes said. India had 16 ancient universities dating for more than 3,600 years ago. And these are just some of the few. There are many that we've lost and we have no idea. But um, we have a great history of knowledge and that's why the world came to her shows. Ancient Bharat was full with universities and that's why we're the land of refugees. And unfortunately, people also bring their trials, their tribulations, their um, the ideologies and come and they recreate this land in the image of the lands we left behind they, they left behind but india has a lot to be proud of bharat has a lot to be proud of because she took in the the, the weight of the world and and healed the world through knowledge for thousands of years so on that note i, I let you go today i thank you for your time and i wish you all the very best and hopefully you will have a better day uh, going forward. So thank you once again. Uh, cheers and stay safe.